It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, week one of the NRL finals lived up to the billing. Uh, there was some controversial moments. There's been controversy off the back of it, but the action was electric as we would hope. And uh, there's some big results coming from it and some upsets as well. To speak us through it uh, is former Parramatta captain, a man who'd be very happy with how his eels went. Uh, he's part of the NRL Nation team, Tim Manor, up in Sydney. He's been good enough to jump on the phone. Hello, Tim. Hey, mate. How are you? Uh, very... yeah, good to wake up on a, on a Monday morning after a, uh, a good win on the weekend, so it's one week out of the way, and on to the next one. Well, we'll get to your. We'll, we'll do these in chronological order, Tim. And so we're going right, to. You're going to have to. We're going to. There you go. We're going to save the best for last for you. Uh, but for for those that are listening to me in Melbourne and and those maybe even maybe in South Australia, we'll start off with the storm. Before we get to the results, the the big story today is the backflip from the NRL, who were had dug their heels in. The storm brought this situation up about a week ago when they said, "Listen, if we get through to the prelim." Um, you've still got that up against the AFL Grand Final, which is going to be a night Grand Final, uh, 7.30 start up against a 7.30 start. Um, we've got 6 million Victorians. We've got a heap of Melbourne sponsors and heap of Melbourne members and fans who would be like, who'd like to watch this. Um, are we sure that's the smartest thing? The NRL dug their heels in, Tim. Uh, Justin Rodsky's been doing the radio rounds today. The Storm CEO, he was on with Jerry Whiteley on SEN earlier. He's been on again today with Bob and Andy after... Finally, the NRL sort of saw, I suppose, saw the light and cooler heads prevailed. Uh, the smart choice was made to move that game. What have you made of all of this? Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense, mate. Common sense does prevail. Um, you know, it's, the reality is there's, there's no need to clash. You know, there's there's a bigger game coming out the week after. Um, you know, we don't need to lose audience just for the sake of uh, trying to get hills. And I think it says a lot about the NRL leadership. They were able to kind of, you know, just take it on the chin and, and make the change rather than letting their ego get in the way. So it's a good move. I think um, I like the look of afternoon semi-finals, to be honest. It reminds me of the good old days when you'd be having a barbecue watching the finals footy. So it's, it's going to be a good occasion. I think it will. Twilight, Suncorp at Twilight, that'll show up beautifully. Uh, there'll be a big crowd there and, and, and it'll be fantastic, especially for, I mean... It, it, and you're right, it is a smart move because, and, and for those, when the initial decision came out, there was a bit, of, there was a fair bit of uproar, especially down here, people saying, well, it's either arrogant, it's either cruel, it's disrespectful, and maybe it's just plain stupid to do that. But they were sort of feeling like the, you know, the forgotten stepchildren, the storm in a way. Um, it's good to see that the NRL, you know, does have the ability to say, you know what, we were digging our heels in, but... The smarter move really is to, to make to we, we, we do justice to the Melbourne Storm uh, and, and actually pay them that respect to make sure they can have as many people watching this game as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And then the Storm got to answer their sponsors as well at the end of the day. And yeah. you know, their sponsors yeah. are paying good money and, and they, they worked hard to get them in the position they're in and they want as many eyes on, um, on them as they can. So it's, it's a great result for the Storm. It's a great result for the game. And, and I know, reckon... It's going to be a good occasion too. 
Yeah, sorry. I, I reckon that the maybe the broadcasters too, uh, Channel 9 and Fox, oh, might have really? just said, hey, listen, <laughs> we, it's all well and good for you to dig your heels. We want eyes on our product as well, and we can't just forget about a whole state given it is the storm playing in it. Mate, money talks pretty much in this in, in, in sport, mate. I've got no doubt that would have been a huge, huge part of the decision. Hey, let's go through these games now that we've got that settled. And it is, we're wrapped uh, for the Storm to, to see that decision be made. Um, and it's and forever plays them as well. It, it, it is good for the game to get as many eyes on, on the prize as possible. Hey, let's start with Friday night. Geez, Manly couldn't have had a better run into these finals. They were the form team in the back half of the year, Tim, after an 0-4 start. So the form team in the comp comes up against the season's best team, and the season's best team were just awesome. Uh, too strong. Ryan Pappenhausen back to form with two tries to him. What did you make of this game? Oh, it was just a classic Storm performance. It just reminded you why they have the setting in the game of the deal. When it comes to the big games and the big occasions, they stand up and, you know, they, they taught Manly a really strong lesson in uh, finals footy. Manly have got some great stars and some and really good players, but at the end of the day, they're still pretty raw when it comes to the big occasions. And Melbourne are probably more experienced than anyone in that regard. So all that semi-finals, all the finals footy, all that origin experience, it all came out um, and was on show for everyone to see. Do you reckon every other coach that's still left in the competition is having a look at exactly what Craig Bellamy implemented to try and just quell the influence of probably the competition's best player at the moment, Tommy Travojevic? Yeah, there'll be, there'll be a lot of people, I reckon, that would you know, take a note on how to handle Tommy. And, you know, I think the Roosters are going to take some notes from there as well to handle him this week. But um, he, was, he, was, he was very quiet on the weekend. And you know, a lot of that comes down to the way Melbourne attacked him. So how did they do it in your eyes, Tim Manor? What, what did you see them doing to Tom that maybe other teams hadn't been able to do? They were physical. Well, you know, they got, they got into it pretty early. They, 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 um, every chance they had to, to get physical with him, they took advantage of it and they, they actually really rocked him up early on. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter how much of a superstar you are, at the end of the day, when, you, when you're getting uh, roughed up a fair bit, it's always hard to focus on being as good as you can be because you're always worried about, you know, what you're going to cop, then he cops the medicine early on and it kind of affected his ability to really stand out. Uh, and just to add a little bit more fear into those who might be coming up against a the storm, they've still got to get Josh Adokar back into this side. So that's a frightening <laughs> prospect, uh, the New South Wales origin winger. Uh, Saturday, so Manly will go on to play the Roosters now in Mackay. The Roosters, a one-point thriller against the Titans. This was 58th, and the story is the, the substitution, the move to bring on young Sam Walker, who not only gets the match-winning field goal, but lays the, the match-saving tackle on Philip Sami. Nine-minute cameo for the ages, Tim Manor. Uh, this will live on in footy folklore, this one. Yeah, mate. He, he had a great influence in the end of that game. But, uh, you know, I still think Gold Coast bombed it. You know, Gold Coast had a chance to, yeah. um, to uh, really win that game at the end. And unfortunately for Herbert, <coughs> he just couldn't take the right option and, you know, I think even though he couldn't get it to the feet, at the end of the day, all he had to do was just take a tackle, and they still had thirty seconds to go to come up with the result. But you know, they didn't. They didn't take it. The roos, uh, sorry, the roosters still a danger to you. I mean, it's going to be tough to win it outside the top four, especially in these COVID year. Um, but do you still see the roosters as a danger? Oh, you know, if I'm being honest, I've, you know, I've got. I'm, I'm most respectful for the team, how they've handled this season with all the losses, but like, all the injuries. I can't see them going much further than this week. I think, um, you know, I think last week against the Gold Coast was a good sign of where they're at. You know, they've 
the end of the day, they, they won the game, but it was against the opposition that probably they shouldn't have come close to with. And, yep. um, when, you know, when you compare them to the rest of the teams, you know, they've done great to end up in the top six of the comp, but I think this is the try they're going to go. So they'll go on to play the go on to play the Seagulls next week in Mackay, as I mentioned. Um, maybe the the surprise of the round, the first round of finals, was the Panthers' ten to sixteen loss against the Rabbitohs. It was second v third, but the Panthers only lost three games for the year. Uh, they just were held out of top spot by Melbourne, just having one of the greatest seasons of all time. But um, what did you make of this game? Plenty of spite between the coaches Ivan Cleary and Wayne Bennett coming in, and plenty on the way out, which we'll get to. But what did you think of the game? Only three tries scored. Defence really held sway. And the Rabbitohs just, they were a wall in the second half and wouldn't be denied. Yeah, I think uh, a case of Wayne Bennett just thinking, when are you guys going to learn? Yeah, <laughs> everyone keeps writing him off. And, you know, he did it at Origin last year. And he, I think whenever you kind of say his team's no chance of winning, he loves it. And you could just tell during the week he was kind of quietly confident and uh, you can see why the, the boys aimed up for him on the weekend and they got the job done. There was a, a lot made in the post-game presses. There was probably more fireworks in the post-game presses than there was on the field with only three tries scored. But, um, Tim, what did you make of Ivan Cleary set the tone for it after saying that the league needs to crack down more on coaches having the influence before games? And Wayne Bennett said, I'm not the one that shot my mouth off first. And so it's, uh, <laughs> it's on for young and old. And Wayne Bennett revels in this stuff. I'll tell you why. It does set up a mouth-watering rematch. If they do meet in the grand final again, um, yeah, that'd be one that everyone will get really excited about. But, you know, I actually thought Wayne Bennett even caught himself off guard a bit. Like He, he kind of got a bit... Um, he couldn't, took the bait a bit as well in the press conference. You know, usually he's so calm and composed. And, mm. and he, he kind of caught him having to kind of catch himself back and, and, and relax himself because he was getting a bit worked up. Um, so yeah, there was plenty of feeling in both on both camps. Um but like I said, I think it, it just shows that um, how much this means to, to the rest of the teams in this competition and how much is on the line. So, mate, the Panthers now will face your old club, the Eels. And uh, this was a, a fascinating game too. I mean, for as many highlights as there was, there was it was a bit mistake-ridden uh, or riddled at times. The Eels 28-20 to win over the nights. Um, Mitch Moses, who's been much maligned over the years, but it certainly seemed it was, it, whilst it might have been Eels v Knights in this game, it was a lot of times Mitch Moses v Kalen Ponga. Um, how did you see this game and how rapt were you to see Mitch have a, a, such a positive influence on the outcome of this win? Oh, it was great. Yeah, Mitch really stood up yesterday and, that, and that's what they needed from him. They needed him to take the game and he just, you know, when it really mattered, he stood up and, and came up with a big play that, you know, at the end with a difference in the game. Um, you know that that said, the competition does get does get a lot harder from here on in. You know, it was always a case of the top six all year um, were you know head and shoulders above the rest of the competition, and we saw that now with Knights and Titans bowing out. Um, but I guess from now on in is when uh, the real work starts, and I think the the confidence and, and belief that's starting to build in the Parramatta camp is a great thing. And they're going to go into this week's game. You know, really believing that they're, they're a shot to knock off the Panthers. And obviously the last team to, to beat the Melbourne Storm too and bringing that 19-game winning streak to an end, which was no mean feat. Um, the, the, just one before we get to a quick uh, tip from you for the an early tip for next week's semis. The criticism for Newcastle's been, and, and Matty Johns brought this up last night, I reckon it was, saying he just seems to think there's an over-reliance on Kalen Ponga, who almost steered them to victory. I mean, he was sublime and... Uh, every inch the superstar that we know that he is in this game. But do, do you agree that they seem to lean on him a bit too much? Absolutely. You, you can see it from watching the game. They're, 
there's a lot of players that kind of just they went one out the whole game. They just go one out, one out, one out, and then just hope for Caden to come up with something special. Um, and you know, there's only so far that can get you in seasons. And you, know, you saw them there last week, uh, last night, but you know they're not going to go to that next level until they learn to have a, a complete team. Where you know, Bennett hit the nail on the head when he talked about his team this week. And he said he's got a team of champions. Uh, sorry, yeah, a champion team, not a not a team of champions. So, uh, quick tip. Sea Eagles Roosters on Friday night and then Panthers Eels. Are you going head or heart there? But let's start with uh, Manly um, and uh, and Sydney. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the Seagulls this week to bounce back. And you know my answer for the second one. <laughs> I've got a feeling I reckon they're going to win this one. It's um, the reality is you know like it's a it's a big game for both Penrith and Parramatta. You know if Penrith bow out in straight sets after. You know, losing a grand final year before, it says you know a lot about where they're at, you know, and, and where they can make the jump to the next step. And Parramatta heading into this, this competition, you know, the measuring mark is always going to be where they can get past week two of the, of the semi-finals. And you know, until they can do that, you know, it's it's really um, not a successful year unless they can get past that second week. So both coaches, both teams have a lot to play for, and everyone's really excited to watch it unfold. Uh, and certainly a big night for the West of Sydney. You seem to be doing it a lot tougher in lockdown than other areas of Sydney, maybe even the areas that uh, the Roosters tend to uh, inhabit. But um, hopefully it's something that can put a smile on some dials there. Hey, mate, it's been great to catch up with you. Really do appreciate it. Good luck for week two. We'll hear you on NRL Nation. And uh, thanks for joining us on SEN down here. Legend. Thanks, mate. That's soon. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.